sure if my mic was on but what up though episode 182 sick oh you fuck niggas <laughs> i don't know let me just go ahead and say i am not high what right why not this is a first i ran out of weed why didn't you re-up um i forgot i dead wow. ass just forgot wow <sighs> wow it's right <laughs> I fucking forgot to re-up, and now I'm over here, sober, about to do an entire podcast, Look sober than a bitch. Grown up. This is not grown up. I don't even like this at all. I feel like I'm not going to be focused. I'm not going to concentrate. You got to trust yourself. You'll um, be great. You'll be I'm going to be great. Yes. Before we get started, uh, I know I said all the time at the end of the podcast, but my live show is October 26th. At Miami Light Project here in Miami, 8 p.m. There's a cocktail hour, half hour, something like that. There's a meet and greet. Um, tickets can be purchased at iHeartMikoLive.com. Uh, yeah, so I'm pumped that um, I'm doing a live show. I know that there's other cities that want me to come visit. Uh, hopefully I can get to those cities as well very soon. But um, for now, we focus on Miami. So if you're in town, pull up, grab a ticket. It's going to be a great show. If you're not in town, get on the flight, motherfucker. What's up? What's up? Just kidding. Um, Yeah, so uh, welcome home, Brent. You was out pitching woo tonight, huh? Pitching woo. I was eating steak. You was eating dead animals. Dead animals. That's what I was doing. Kicking it with the homie Todd and some of his horse racing friends. That's you guys good. went out to eat dead animal. Yeah, pretty much. It was a good time. Yeah, I had. A, so that's why we're recording this late. Sorry. I had anticipated recording earlier today. Sorry to hold you up. <laughs> Whatever, it's all good. I'm trying to keep this under an hour because I'm tired and a motherfucker. I'm sure you're tired. You got a whole bunch of dead animal in your belly. No, I'm good. <laughs> Sizzling. I'm good. 
Um, before we get started, I just want to say that I went and saw Hustlers Saturday night, and the shit was bomb. You said it was bomb. My mom said it was really good. What a great fucking movie. Like, it's like a true story of a bunch of women from the strip club who hustled a bunch of Wall Street dudes out of money. Like, literally, legally, not legally, because I guess it's legal because they did get their signatures, but they would, like, drug them. It got to the point where they were drugging them and just getting them to sign shit. was taking crazy money from them. Yeah, it is. (laughs) They steal money from people all the time. I mean, legal because they got a signature, but drugging somebody to get a signature makes sense. So what happens if you don't drug them and you take their money? And then what what's that called? What do you mean? If they sign it and they're not drugged? What if these Wall Street niggas is taking people's money legally and just getting away with it? Scamming, hustling, all that. These were the dudes that they were hustling. Oh, people that was doing foul shit. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of the story. Moral of the story is, you know what? Somebody got to throw the money. Somebody got to catch it. <laughs> okay. Cardi's, Cardi's favorite line of mine was when she said, you got to, she was giving a J-Lo a ride, like mm-hmm. a, 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 a like a lap dance. Yeah. And she was like, stroke the cluck. And then she said, milk the clock, not the cock. Basically, don't make them come. You just got to keep grinding real slow and let the songs just keep on playing and there's more money. Pretty dope line, yeah. J-Lo's body, my lord. Yeah, you came home my and lord said something is, about that My lord is savior. Like right away, that was what you said. I asked you about the movie. The first thing you said was J-Lo's body. I said, what? <laughs> like, my nigga. I thought I was doing something. I ain't doing shit. J-Lo doing some shit. That's the first thing you said about the movie. Yeah. Her body is That's crazy. stupid. And nothing about the plot. Nothing about anything. Just That's J-Lo's what I walked body. away with. I just walked out of there like, you know what, bitch? You got some work to do. I'm over here chasing after uh, fucking Angela Bassett. I need to be chasing J-Lo's body. No shade, Angela. You still lit too, but J-Lo body is. She on? Really? I'm talking about Wow. It's that crazy? Wow. Damn. In her 50s. Wow. J-Lo's 50? Yeah. Damn. I think she's 52. Damn. Wow. My nigga. That's all I got to say. Dope. I'm talking about from head to toe. Dope. I didn't see a piece of fat, a dimple, a (laughs) stretch mark. She on. Nothing was out of place. Nothing. Respect. Whew. But it was a good movie. It was cool to see Lizzo. Um, uh, Kiki Palmer was in there. Uh, of course, J-Lo, Cardi. It was a good movie. It was pretty good. And they was number one in the box office, so that's even better for them. Ching, ching. Dope. Cash in. Um, what else is going on this week? Um, oh, the Varsity Blues. Remember the Varsity Blues? Felicity Ooh. Huffman. And Laura, whatever these the actresses that they're paid for their kids to pass the SAT and paid yeah, for them yeah, have scholarships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Felicity Huffman was was finally charged and pled guilty and got fourteen days in prison plus one year probation, thirty thousand dollar fine. Fourteen days? You got two weeks? If that, if the bitch serves that. Meanwhile, oh. a lot of black women who can't afford to pay people to put their kids, you know, get them a better advantage. They just lie on the the school application and say their kids live in a different school district. 
than mm-hmm. they do, and they get in five years. No way. Yeah. Somebody got five years. Yes. That happens all the time, though. What do you mean? I'm talking about people do that shit all the time. Like, say, yeah. just to go into a better school? Yes. So that shit gets you five years? Yes. But not if you're rich and white. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're rich, no. You get no 14 days, and she probably just going to check in on the weekends <laughs> here and there. You might be she, right. She asked to go to some prison where you can sunbathe all day. What? So it's like a fancy prison. What prison is this? Um, I don't remember the name of it, but you yeah. You can sunbathe? Like what? This yeah, is you a have to keep your clothes on. It's a, re- it's a prison, but you have to keep your clothes on, but you get to just bathe, literally bathe in the sun every day. You get a you get a bathing opportunity. Wow. Wow. Fuck you. Okay? It's just annoying how these things just keep happening to black people and we're supposed to just not react, I guess. We're supposed to just not be angry at seeing people that look like us being falsely arrested, killed, treated poorly. You know, the system just doesn't work for us and we're supposed to just be patient. Don't be angry. Okay? Don't be angry. (sighs) Anyways, I'm angry, but fuck them. And I hope somebody uh, beat her up when she go to jail. In the the jail that she's sunbathing? Yeah, I hope somebody beat her up. up. If I was in jail, like dead ass, I would be, if I like was doing some heavy time, like life or some shit like that, I would definitely beat up any of the, the, the women that came in that did some shit I felt like they was getting off easy on. Fades. As soon as you get in there. Fades. What if they got hands, though? Hey, let's see who got the better hands. Because I'm going to be in here working on mine. Oh and they already was nice before I got in here. So your shit going to be supreme level? So, yeah. I'm going to be in here just taking fades on my on my prison bed. Just seeing who came what in What did they do? Well, you'd be going to the hole all the time. You wouldn't care? No, you. there's ways to beat somebody up and get away with it. You don't watch those movies? Yeah. Yeah. You just let the the prison guard eat your ass a couple times. Oh He'll God. turn a blind eye. <laughs> you know they fucking them guards, Brent. Just like the niggas fucking the female guards. And probably the other way around, too, now that I think about it. Jesus. Uh. But, um, yeah, let's get to something you want to talk about. What the Champions League started today. Champions League. You pumped? Very. You pumped. Yes. So uh, explain what Champions League is because I have a lot of listeners that don't watch soccer. So they take the leagues, all the leagues around the, in Europe, mm-hmm. the best leagues in Europe, and they take like in uh, the top four teams, make mm-hmm. it, and they play in the Champions League. And the champions of each league, they all get together, mm-hmm. and they play. And then the best teams in Europe, at the end, you see who's the, the best team. That's pretty much what it is. It's like a, a league combining all the so leagues. So it's like Euro League of basketball. There you go. Perfect. That's a perfect analogy. It's mm-hmm. just like the Euro League. And they all get together. It's a great tournament. Like right now is the beginning of it. It was some good games today. And it goes all the way until like, I want to say April. Is yeah, when the, it's uh, far. The champion, the actual championship is, but. It's, it's really good soccer. So it's Liverpool great. won last year, right? Liverpool won the whole thing last year, which was a surprise to me. Even though they're good, but I didn't expect them to win. Why? Um, I just thought I thought somebody else would win. Manchester <laughs> City is very good. But Manchester the Leroy is injured. Put in, put in an example. Manchester City is in the same league as Liverpool, the Premier League of England. Mm-hmm. 
Manchester City is a historically good team in Europe. Like, they lost, like, one game last year, had the most amount of points ever. Um, they won the, the league championship, but they mm-hmm. went to the Champions League and lost, and Liverpool won the Champions League. So Right. I thought Manchester City or Barcelona would win, actually, mm-hmm. last year, and Barcelona got knocked out by Liverpool. On a freak game, they were up 4-0 and lost in that game. It was weird, but we're on to next year, and Liverpool lost today. Today, 2-0, I was watching Lost that today game. to Napoli, a team that I play with on FIFA. <laughs> and Napoli is a good team, though. They have a, they're have a good squad. They're well, not, they flopped a lot today. It was a lot of flopping, about, a lot we're of talking bullshit about calls. We're yeah. talking about soccer here. Napoli is not as good as Liverpool. Liverpool is a better team than Napoli, but Napoli – aren't slouches at all not in the least bit okay so what is this how how do you get eliminated so right now it's you gotta n- win your your series or the, first, the top two teams they got rounds i can't say how many like if it's like your league then it normally goes like you have like your brackets and in the top two from each yeah, bracket exactly come it. out and then they make a new bracket then it's the knockout rounds. yes and, and then, then it's like the single elimination yeah. after that not, yeah, not single, but, like, they play a, a tie. Like, you mm-hmm. play one at home, one away. And yeah. then take an aggregate, if you know what that means. You combine the scores. And, and see who you, wins. Yeah. So, who you got? <sighs> Barcelona. Oh. That was 0-0 today, right? Yeah. Against Dortmund. Yeah. Now, Barcelona is strictly because Messi is, back. Messi is the best player in the world. And he's back. Yeah, he he only played half the game today. You could tell he was kind of like he still did some dope shit, but you could tell he's Just getting, getting it back getting into it the together. Groove. But he only played the second half. But that team is loaded. They always are, but their team is super loaded. They got they got Griezmann from uh, Atletico Madrid, who's one of the best players in the world. They got Suarez. They got Dembele on them. They got a bunch of people that can. So play. they didn't need him. No, not he to, can slowly get himself together and get yeah, back into. Yeah, but he he he's messy. He's the best player ever. But they, it's just not messy. Their whole team is loaded. My my team I like is Bayern, but I just don't. Of course, feel like, that's your team. I don't I don't like the the coach got him on Uh-oh, some bullshit. He, here he go. You don't like the coach, Brent? No, not that I don't like him. Like Didn't like this is a new coach. He was a new coach. It was his first year last year. Yeah, but he the reason I don't like him. Not saying he's not a good coach, but. He, he be bitch like last year they played Liverpool and this is Bayern Munich. This is honestly mm-hmm. top three team in the world. They play bitch. They bitched up and like I ain't gonna attack. I I'm remember that they back. was playing I don't passive. Like that. I don't like that. And they're usually a lot of shots aggressive. on goal. I'm trying to go forward. They throat. worried about what somebody else gonna do. Like they not Bayern Munich. That don't make sense to me. Attack. Do you think he's a bitch, nigga? The coach. I think is his, a bitch? his mentality is just different. Like like he acting like they fucking some lower level squad or something and they need to respect the other team like you respect them but i'm trying to score on you mm. that's it so you was just mad because your team lost I'm mad. basically mad i just felt like he went about it wrong mm-hmm. who's the surprise team who wouldn't you be surprised if they were in the finals like a team nobody's expecting because the team i heard about uh, most was dortmund i was just gonna say that it's cool okay. that you said that. dortmund is a is the other team in the league with Bayern? They're the second best team in the German league, and they're they're loaded for real. They're a good team. They they mm-hmm. got uh, 
great attackers. They got this guy Sancho that's like 19. He's in, he's from England, and he's just he's just like a just mixing people on the wing. He plays on the on the wing. And he does a cool stuff. They got Roos. Uh, they got their striker has like 12 goals already. They got. Okay. They got a. They just loaded from top to bottom. They got a dude from Bayern that came from Dortmund but went back to Dortmund. Like he's a good defender. Mm-hmm. They just have a uh, pretty balanced team. Yeah, but they got they're good attacking. Their coach got a good strategy. They're aggressive, and they in in this tournament they can make some noise. Like today they played Barcelona, who I just said think is going to win the whole thing, and tied. they tied them. And they really should have won. They got a penalty saved. They had a couple blown chances. They were throughout their game. They had the more, the better chances okay. to score. Okay. Well, we're gonna give you guys a lot of. Uh, are we gonna do this Champions yeah. League? We're gonna, gonna give you some Champions it. League updates uh, for in. those of you. I got you. <laughs> Brent says, "Tune in." I got you. Yeah, I got you. Uh, I'm gonna do my best to watch a little bit, but uh, he's I saw gonna you be watching a Liverpool game. I was a little yeah. hyped. Cool. Soccer was my first love. I just, you know, basketball took over. But I'm a, we're going to be giving a little bit of updates for those of you that like soccer. Um, but this is going to be football heavy today. Football cool. heavy. So let's get cool to the football. And before we get to the the professional football, let's talk about old Bible thumping Tim Tebow. Oh, God. And how he passionately expressed his opinion on California Senate passing a bill allowing college players to receive endorsements. Now, Brent Grimes, what he said was that college football is pure and you're taking the purity out of college football if you allow endorsements and you allow players to get paid. What is your opinion on Tim Tebow's purity comments on college football? College football isn't pure, first off. Right. So... It's kind of one sided for him. Mm-hmm. I see. I see what he, where he's coming from. And I don't. That's, no, that's how he views it, and that that could be it. Whatever. That's how you view it. But majority of people is not looking at it that way. Mm-hmm. Not majority of people are not coming from the same situation you coming from. Right. So no, you can't. You can't speak on it like that. And to keep it all the way real, like you talking about, uh, I just played this for purity and whatever. So why you ain't go to like Shippensburg? FIU. Why you didn't go to FIU? Why, you know what I mean? Like it, Jacksonville State. Yeah. You went to Florida. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You probably got a lot of shit out of Florida. You know, you ain't going to say nothing, but mm-hmm. that's just what it is. And, and the schools alone, just looking at it on the strength of how much these schools are making. Right. Billions. And this is my this is what I've always said about college sports. If you don't want the athletes to be paid, stop putting it on TV. You made made a great point. The game should be either you in the building and you see them and that's how you saw it or you don't see it at all. Like high school. Yeah. Well, they they put in high school on TV now, too. But that's how it should be because they're making all this money. They're selling their jerseys. Like, if you're going to sell a player's jersey, you should be able to allow them a certain percentage. If you're not going to allow them a certain percentage, then you shouldn't get them either. Yeah. The only thing they're going to say is that the school, like the other side of it, to play devil advocate, they're like, we're paying for their whole their whole. But you're actually education. not because they if are. a player gets hurt, what happens a lot of times? They lose their scholarship. Some of them do, yeah. You, what you gonna do? Yeah, you gonna you should give them a portion of that money. 
that you made off of them already. What I say towards the, even with the devil advocate point I made, like as a guy, and you also were a college athlete, Mm -hmm. to the workload that you have as a college athlete is way, like you, other other students have jobs. Other students are making free time, making money, doing other stuff. As a college athlete, these other students, I know it. Like I'll be hanging out. I had to sell weed in college. (laughs) Hey. A you lot know, of people did that. I had that. to hustle. I a had lot of to, people like, did that. Yeah, we needed our parents to like feed I us. I'm gonna say what I had to do. Oh but God, <laughs> we already know your dirty ass, Listen, you dirty North Philly niggas. But like, I, I would be hanging out, and these people didn't have to get up at five thirty in the morning to go lift, mm-hmm. and then practice, and then then do schoolwork, and then go back to practice. Like they don't yeah. have the same life. Yeah. My nephew just uh, hit my sister, his mom, and was like, do you know, he's in college and he's a freshman. He was like, do you know they have us getting up before classes to go work out? He's like, is this legal? He can't believe it. That he got to get up before school starts, which most classes start around 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. He's got to get his conditioning and workout in before that with the team. And he's like, what the fuck? And I said, oh, you didn't know? But, yeah, that's why his whole point with purity, like it doesn't. It's not pure. The whole league that they're making people stay so they can make more money. Yeah, that's the only the only two sports where they care about when you leave out is football and basketball. Because all the blacks play those. All sports. the blacks play, and also that's where they make the most money off of the blacks. Yeah, so like it's not a that, coincidence. That's not, it's not pure if they're they're holding people from making money. You're not even letting them go make money if they want to because you ain't get enough money out of them yet. Mm. So Tebow needs to chill. Tebow needs to shut the hell up. If any, Tebow has gotten so many opportunities to fail in life, like just because of the college he went to. How many fucking athletes got to the NFL, didn't do well, kept getting chance after chance, and got walked into an MLB job? Like, shut the fuck up. Because he tempts you. Exactly. You're reaping the benefits. Like, my nigga, relax. There's no purity in what you're doing. Nothing. Yeah. You you keep on cashing checks, Tebow, okay? And shut up. Uh Warren Sapp. What Warren Sapp did? Warren Sapp said you can't wear a three hundred fifty thousand dollar watch and play like a two dollar bill. First of all, two dollar bills lit. But he <laughs> he said that to Odell Beckham Jr. after the first week one game when they lost and Odell had the three hundred fifty thousand dollar watch on. And then Odell this week played. We're going to get into the game and all that. But Odell this week had a $2 million watch on, but only in, pre, in pregame. He had a $2 million, $2 million watch. What kind of watch, watch is that? The same ones. They just keep making it for him. They're oh. plastic. They're supposed to be. They made them so he could play in the game with them. They're not. I just want to know why metal. is a watch $2 million? Because it, people are stupid. Oh, my gosh. You know, they, they want to look cool. They want to say, you don't have this. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So Warren Sapp also said last year, there's nothing great about Odell Beckham Jr. And he wishes anyone could tell him what makes him so great because he does not fucking know. And then Greg Williams this week backed that up and said, Odell Beckham Jr. is not a dynamic playmaker. Why do you think that people take so many shots at Odell? Because of the watches, because of the flashiness, the blonde hair, like, like, what does any of you that have say, to do with his game? You can say whatever, but to say he's not a dynamic player right. is ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. I The only reason they are mad, and some people, like, I don't care. Some people don't like his antics, like you said. Mm-hmm. His dancing, his personality. 
Like, people don't like that. His hair. And he don't got the hair anymore, but they don't like it. So, instead of just saying, yeah, he dope, but he could chill with some of that other shit he be doing. They just say, he ain't really that good. Like, you sound... You sound crazy. Yeah. Like, you sound crazy. He called out uh, the D coordinator, Greg Williams, who was the interim head coach last year, right? You remember when they fired... uh, What's his name? The black coach. Brown. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. They fired him and Greg Williams, the one who was the Bounty yeah. Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicked out of the league for Bounty Gate, was interim head coach. He ended up, you know, losing that job to um, Farmer. Is that the coach's name? Kitchens. Kitchens, Farmer, some kitchen. shit like that. I think. I might be wrong. And now Greg is the D coordinator for the Jets, and they were getting ready to play the Jets. And Odell brought up in 2017 where Greg Williams – he didn't say he, – he says that he coaches dirty plays. Mm-hmm. But what I think he was trying to say and what people might not have understood is he teaches you how to do legal hits dirty. Like he teaches yeah. you how to get away with doing dirty shit. Yeah. And he says that, you know, there was a dirty play on him in 2017 preseason. Do you remember that play? Yeah. So that play happened and Odell rolled his ankle or whatever and he said that kind of triggered a series of injuries after that because he just couldn't – you know, get over that one. Like he kept mm-hmm. trying to play through it because they started off, I think, 0-2 and, and he just kept trying to get out there and that injury kind of spiraled into other injuries that caused the hip injury and all this shit that Odell went through. So he felt like he wanted to speak on it and then some players like Jonathan Vilma were coming forward in Greg Williams' defense. It was something to the effect of, oh my God, why would I even tell a player to do that? We would, I would never do that. That is just unethical. You know, we don't do those type of things. And I'm like, my nigga, do you forget that you got suspended for actually being recorded <laughs> saying the fuck shit that you were saying? Yeah, probably and, forgot. Yeah, so I'm just like, why do people act like they ain't dirty than a bitch? Like, what is that about? Nigga, we saw you. We heard you. Yeah. We actually heard you saying the shit. Yeah. I can't find it. But anyways... So then, so we, we, they have a game Monday. This is a Monday night game. Browns Jets. The very, uh, it was a 50th anniversary of the NFL. And this was the first Monday night game mm-hmm. ever, ever was Browns versus Jets 50 years ago. Wow. So here we have their first time again playing on Monday night. And this is also Baker Mayfield's Monday night football debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Browns. Beat him 23-3. And I know that score looks like an ass whooping, but it really wasn't. It was a shitty game. It was a shitty game. The Jets were in it the entire time. They lost two quarterbacks. Um, Yeah. They're still saying that guy is just an ankle injury. That looked like a torn Achilles to me. It did. And you. It looked like he popped. Maybe he popped just like ligaments in there, but something popped. It wasn't just no regular. It wasn't just like he sprained something. Something gave way. Right. Like right. it snapped. Like something got to be put back together in his ankle. Right. So, what did you think? First of all, Odell had an incredible catch once again. Yeah. Sick, like an insane catch. Oh my god, I couldn't believe it. And um, he had 89 yard touchdown run, which is the longest run he's ever had mm-hmm. in his career for a touchdown. And they still was only up like 16 to three in the third quarter. Yeah. What it, so so? Odell six catches, one hundred sixty-two yards. Did his job, right? 
uh, Juice had like 45 yards. He didn't get the ball very much. What do you think the the issue is in Cleveland? Uh, I just think they got some skilled players, but they're not. I don't think ba- – I think – I think people wanted the Browns to be so good, and they wanted to make Baker Mayfield so, so good. Mm-hmm. But right now, he's not that good yet. I don't know if he'll get that good, but you could tell as a quarterback, like, it's still shit is still flying around out there for him. Yeah, it looked to me like he doesn't make reads very well. Like, you know, it takes him a second to see something develop. Yeah. Like like it's not instinctual. And and what you normally see with a lot of quarterbacks like this is they have their first read and mm-hmm. it's wide open and they can make that throw. Right. He's not it seems like he's not making the first wide open throw. He's no, hesitating, he's thinking about it. I think he's he's got skill, he's he's got talent and things like that. But I think he just doesn't He's not a really good quarterback yet. There's more to it. Like, reads, be sitting in the pocket, not just running out of the pocket when you don't have to because now your feet ain't set, your throw ain't going to be as accurate. He got no one to step up. There's a reason Tom Brady and could last this long being able to run like a seven-flat 40. Like, he takes <laughs> limited steps. It's knowing, it's knowing where you got to go. It's reading the defense, reading it before the play. Right. Um. And being confident in your stuff and stepping in the throws and things like that. If you see Baker Mayfield is throwing off his back foot, throwing, falling sideways, and it just, you know, he's going to be off. Well, you know, I think that a little bit of it might have to do with pressure. Like, first of all, they have all these weapons and everybody's predicting, you know, all these things for them. And then he's got these guys that really want the ball. He has a lot of weapons and people to throw the ball to. Yeah. And that could be overwhelming, too, like trying to make everybody happy. That's You know, and what are you trying to say? I say, yeah, you're, that is another thing. But I don't know if that's his big problem. His personality don't strike me like it would be like that. His personality is another reason why I think a lot of people put so much on it because they're like, oh, look how, how he talks and how he acts. They're going to be so mm-hmm. good. But you, I, I never, I don't think they're going to be so good this year, maybe in, in future or whatever, but they have other stuff to get better at. It could be like they need other pieces. I don't know. But football is the sport where you just get some skill positions. That don't mean you're going to be good. You could take this back to, you remember, I don't know how many years ago, and the Eagles loaded their team up, and everybody's like, yeah. the Eagles, they this, the dream, you know, Vince Young said dream team. They didn't even make the playoffs. It's mm-hmm. not like, and I always yeah. use the Patriots for an example. Like, the Patriots this year, they are, they have some skill, but a lot of times you look at the Patriots, you can ask anybody that play in a league, when they go to play the Patriots, it's not like, Man, that dude's a problem. That dude's a problem. That dude it's just like they just play good ball and they got and a great does quarterback what supposed to do. and they got a great coach and they do what they're supposed to do and that's it. A lot of people had the Jets um taking second in the division. I was asking you why are people so high on the Jets? Yeah, so I can't I, like, see everybody's it. on Sam Donald. They Donald, why? They everybody thinks that he's a good quarterback. Did he have a good he, year last year? Um considering Considering what? Considering what the Jets have been looking like in the past, he has like a lot of upside. People think that he he fits the prototypical quarterback, you know, look. Uh, He can throw the ball. He's got an IQ. They've been big on him when he was in USC, and I tried to – anytime I – you know, I don't watch college football like that. But, you know, I 
like USC a little bit because when I did watch US, Reggie Bush was playing, they did some cool shit. And ever since then, I just pay attention to him a little bit. And they were talking about him. And every time I watched, he was throwing horrible interception. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we're going to have to take a look. Le'Veon Bell looked like himself. Yeah. Le'Veon Incredible Bell, plays. He's he's he was doing his part. You know, they lost uh, Simeon. Yeah. Le'Veon did his part. Yeah. Le'Veon's going to be great. He looked the same. Um, their defense did not look like they normally look. Why not? They just didn't to me. I, maybe it was because they were missing. Um, what's his name? I mean, I think the defense played all right. They had some bad plays, but you got to factor in that they ain't doing shit on offense. True. And they only gave up 23 points, one of them being an 89-yard touchdown. Yeah, so, but that's also a struggling team that didn't even look like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. You're used to seeing the Jets, like, killing the quarterback. You know, linebackers coming, you know, stacking the block, the box and, and attacking – Running backs. Well, it's a different D coordinator. This D coordinator, he does pressure, but he does a lot of too deep stuff. He's a good D coordinator. Their secondary was not looking good. Yeah, I mean, you hold 23 points. That's still good. <laughs> That's a good it's game, true. for real. It's Especially true. if your offense ain't doing shit. That's very true. But they had opportunities to put other points on the board, and they chose not to. Remember I kept saying, you got to get these field goals. You can't keep Yo, coming down here getting nothing because it don't matter how great the drive was. If you go down there, you end up empty-handed. It's a failure. Your yeah. team will be more motivated if you see points going up every time, even if it's just three. Yeah, that was a big play. Because he would have got that first down, even if they don't, you know, because they didn't kick the field goal. But even if they got the first down and kicked the field goal, I think it would have been 16 to 6. Yeah. Or at the best case, 16 to 10. Yeah. And they ain't just shit all game, and it was still a game. It was the ugliest game. One of the ugliest games yeah. ever. That game was ugly. That Bucks panthers game was ugly. Thursday night football. You done led me into a Bucks panthers So, Cam Newton, uh, they, he didn't practice today. They had practice on a Tuesday Man. randomly because, you know, they had the Thursday. I've never yeah. still seen a team practice on Tuesday, even another they Thursday night game. They probably did something light. Um, but he wasn't there, and they're finally admitting that there's something wrong with the foot. It gotta be. And so, <laughs> the Bucks beat the Panthers twenty to fourteen. I'm not sure anyone predicted that. No. Um, Jameis played well. Yeah. Threw the ball well. You gotta. You gotta admit. Yeah, he played well. Jameis played well. Threw the ball well. Cam looked like shit. They tried to make Cam a pocket passer, and I remember. So many years ago, probably 2010, when I was like, oh, my God, you know, I was all pumped because Cam's coming out of college. And I was like, Brent, do you know this quarterback, Cam Newton? You was like, he can't throw out of the pocket. All we got to do is play zone on him and make him make reads and he's going to fuck up and throw bad (laughs) balls. This same shit has been happening since you you like busted my bubble when he came out of college. Cause I was uh, so pumped, like, yes, we got a black quarterback. He can run. Like, you know, he's kind of gonna be like Michael Vick, but not as good as the arm. You was like, eh. he still went to the Super Bowl. Because people are dumb. I, I, I really like, and I like him. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's a problem. Like, not at this state how he's playing right now because he's hurt, and that takes away right. the thing that makes the, the Panthers go for real. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it's been the same forever. He has a strong arm. He can throw fucking a mile. 
Right. He's big as hell. But if you really just, you know, play good defense and make him make reads and make throws, he's going to miss. Because mm-hmm. you saw it. Like, in that game, he had, like, 300 and something yards. Yeah. But it was several passes he missed, like, when people were wide open. It could be his foot. Wide open. I don't know. But he just missed so many passes. Like, the the Panthers really should have won that game. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Bucks should have won the game. They played a better game. Uh, I don't really. Uh, yeah, they played. Yes, they did. They played a better game. Look at the stop. Like, like you said it too. Mike Smith is no longer in Tampa. So they will actually, their defense and their secondary will have a chance. And yeah. look at what Hargreaves had an opportunity to come up and make that big tackle, game-saving tackle at the end of the game. And I just feel like they did all the things that were required to win that game. They really did. They made yeah. Cam throw. They made him throw. The scheme worked. Like yeah, they, I, I mean, I feel you on that, but I feel like, I feel like, what the Panthers really should have won that game. Why? You can't just well, say it and not like give a reason. I, why the you reason feel that is way. because like, well, no, they shouldn't have won because Cam was playing how he was playing. But I feel like Cam was playing any better than what he did. That should have been he a win. He wasn't, though. Yeah, yeah, you're he right. He wasn't. You're right, you're right. He did not come to play. Whatever's happening with the shoulder or the foot, whatever's going on, he did not perform well, period. Because they couldn't even run. Like, you know you know the Panthers. Like, if it's fourth and one, it's like Cam, Cam about to pick this up. And he did And then you got to – they didn't even have to worry about that. Because right. it was clear. It was clear that he, he couldn't run the ball. Like, he one time he ran to the sideline, just flicked it. Like, I'm like, this dude's really hurt. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, there's something up with him for real. Yeah, so that was that was actually a good game, though. The rain delay kind of irritated me a little bit, but once they got to it, like, it was a really good game. And yeah. I feel I personally feel like the better team won the game. Um, moving on, Miami played uh the patriots we went to that game oh my god we tailgated it was 90 it was 89 but it felt like 99 i feel like it felt like 109 it was hot as as fuck we left when it was 30 to nothing yeah um they lost 42 to nothing they lost 40 (laughs) 43 to nothing whatever no 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 43 to nothing and um they beat the patriots the steelers last week 33 to 3 so they basically like seventy six and three. Yeah, giving up a one and a half points a game. One and a half points a game. <laughs> the Patriots. People are talking about them maybe going undefeated this year. That's how good they look. They fucked around and added Antonio Brown, who happened to scathe past the exempt list this week because um, his sexual assault accuser um, had a wedding this weekend, and she decided not to testify against him for the NFL. Um, because she wanted to focus on her wedding. She testified today, 10 hours. Wow. 10-hour investigation um, where she got to tell her full side of the story. Uh, but before we get into all that, uh, what do you think Antonio looked like uh, as a patriot wearing that number 17? Looked a little funny. But he, he <laughs> did what he was supposed to do. They gave him some simple routes. He ran three different routes. He ran a, in the slot fade, mm-hmm. and he ran a couple. He ran an over. And he ran out from the slot. And then, like, runoff routes when he was number one outside. So they gave him a small package, and they made a point to give him the ball to get him involved. And he did a good job. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I wanted to see more. 
you know, I, I definitely wanted 100 points on the scoreboard. Hey, you wanted to see more from Antonio Brown? Or from just... the Patriots. I wanted 100 points. <laughs> Why? Last week, the Dolphins gave up 59. Yeah. I felt like the Patriots could definitely get 100. Nah. If the Ravens got 59. It was a different type of ass what was it? What type of ass? The Ravens, because I was at both games. You watched the Ravens game, but I was there. But the Ravens game, it was like bombs, explosive play after explosive play. It was quick strike. Ass mm-hmm. The Patriots methodically slowly whooped their ass. Yeah. And just like, just beat warm. Like they a beat them. Like a boa constrictor just squeezing and squeezing and before you know it, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they whooped their ass. Yeah. The the Ravens were landing haymakers. Yeah. So it was still an ass whooping. It was still disrespectful. Yes, um was. uh Minka Fitzpatrick asked for a trade. He's officially been traded to the Steelers yeah. for a first round pick. I was surprised. That's crazy sure. considering that that's gonna be a top five pick and top five? Probably. It you depends. think the Steelers are gonna be that bad? I mean, they don't have Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, to be honest with you, they do have a pretty good team still, but they don't have Ben. And Top I feel five. like I feel like if he doesn't play, they could be in for the tank. Why not? Why it's, would they tank now and you gave up your first round pick? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're definitely not gonna tank now. Like otherwise you would have kept that pick, right? Yeah. It seems to me like they think they're gonna still make some noises. They might like, like that dude. That dude Rudolph came in and played good. I yeah. mean, that's just a little bit of a that's a sample, but they might you know, they had him for a year, they might think he could be all right. Possibly. Um, but I'm just a firm believer in um when you lose that type of franchise quarterback, like people kept on saying like, oh, um, Ben is going to miss Antonio so much. And I was like, no, Juju's going to miss Antonio yeah. more than anybody. Because right. if you look at the, the way he's been playing, it seems a little more difficult to get open when you're the guy. He's good, but he's not like. He, you're, you, go um, ahead. He's not like super – you know, like he's a good player, but he's not one of the elite receivers. Like, well, they what, have put him in an elite position, right? Because he now. was ball. He balls. He's good, mm-hmm. but it's you know what I'm saying. Like he, you think who? Like number one receiver. You think Julio, Odell, uh, fucking AJ Green when he's healthy. Uh, you know, you could say the dude Hopkins. You know, I don't see that with Juju. That's all I'm saying. Okay, he's well, good. Well, the the Dolphins are continuing their tank. Um, the IR list is crowded. It looked like the government cheese line. Everybody's trying to get on IR. Nobody wants tank tape on their resume. <sighs> like, you just don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just disrespectful to have tank tape on your resume. Antonio Brown is, is we don't even know if he's going to play next week. Um, but uh, there is a, what's the dude's name? Hollywood Brown, one of Antonio's cousins or whatever. Apparently yeah. he was a witness to some of these alleged sexual accusations and he's going to be testifying as well. I imagine he might be testifying in his homies, you know, favor, but you just never know. You yeah. know, some people are saying. He, I think that's his cousin. Yeah, his cousin. So people are saying that, you know, he might be in it for the money too. You just never know, but. For me, hearing that Antonio Brown was in negotiations with this girl in April about like getting this taken care of and and wiped away like it didn't happen for two million dollars. That just makes me feel like you're guilty of something. Like, why would you even be negotiating with somebody over something you saying you swear you didn't do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so then for you to also admit that you nut on her back. And I was sitting there trying to figure out 
what scenario would I be in sexually where a nigga is nutting on my back? <laughs> like, unless we was in doggy and he was raw and pull it out and skeet on my back. That's one thing. But for the, the way the text messages lined up, it seems like she was like, it was almost like her back was turned on purpose. Like she didn't want no parts of it and he knew it. And now we have another woman who is an artist who doesn't want her name out, but she said that she did an art show and Antonio Brown came to the art show and saw one of her paintings uh, and he bought the painting. It was like an auction and it was $450. Somebody had outbid everybody for $450. He went up above them and bid 700 just to get the painting, right, mm-hmm. from the girl. And she was just like, oh, my God, I was so impressed. And then she said that Antonio told her to come to his apartment, in his house in Pittsburgh, and paint a mural of him on his wall inside of his home. Oh my and God. he was like, I'll pay you $1,000 a day. Yeah. Right? So she said the first day she was there, it was hoes everywhere. Bitches everywhere, but she was there to do her job or whatever. It was just people all over the house. She was there painting. The second day, she said the house was super quiet, and she was in there. She was on the bottom, like on her hands and knees, painting something at the bottom of the mural on the wall. And she said she turned around, Antonio Brown was asshole naked with a wash rag only covering his dick and balls. Oh my God. And like massaging his shit, like I guess maybe trying to entice her. Yeah. And she was like, athletes have hit on her so much and you know guys have done this to her so many times she's learned to just ignore it so she just ignored him and just kept painting and then he didn't want her to come back no more after that gave her two thousand dollars for that never paid her for the other painting though so she asked him for the money he wouldn't give it to her wow then all there's like damn near two dozen other people that have come forward saying he has hired them to do some type of work. There's been chefs, there's been other trainers, there's been business um, men. All these people say that they get with him and he, um, you know, gets them to buy stuff, pay for stuff. He had a $35,000 chef bill for the Pro Bowl where he had a sit-down dinner, all these entrees, all this exotic food, all this shit, and refused to pay the dude. Like, he has literally refused to pay a whole bunch of people. And all these people don't want to file lawsuits because it's, like, petty. Like, some of it is, like, $600, $1,000, you know, 1500 You know, the biggest one was at $35,000. Yeah. But, like, all these people were coming forward just talking about what a piece of shit he is. That's not good. And I think that he has CTE. Like, I really do. You said that. I mean, <laughs> it could it could be. Like, why would you be stiffing all these people? And then he would, like, give them a jersey or give them a pair of sneakers or cleats or something and say that's payment. Because it was from him. Yeah, he might really believe that shit. That's ridiculous. He seems a little off right now. I don't know. And I feel like he's been off for a minute. And the Steelers just, uh, since they were selling him, like put him on such a pedestal, they couldn't out him like that. And they just got tired of it. And now all this shit is coming to light. That's what it seems like. You know, because that's a lot. Man. Well, I just want to see what happens. I hate to say somebody's guilty of something that I don't know that they're guilty of. What I do know that he's guilty of is being a complete piece of shit. Um, He's selfish. He's a bit of a narcissist. A bit. Um, Yeah, and that's what makes me curious to see what's going to happen in New England because here's an organization. You cannot say anything negative about them. What can you say? Nothing. So if it doesn't work out here, you just it's you. 
Yeah. You know, so a big part of me wants to see him succeed so I could be like, okay, you're not crazy. You know what I'm saying? He just really wanted to be somewhere where, where he was happy. But I just don't believe it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You ain't really going to know until it's a game where he don't get. Like, even that game, he got a lot of fucking targets. Mm-hmm. Like, he got at least eight eight targets. Yeah. In that game. That's a lot, for real. Mm-hmm. For him playing spot duty. He got eight targets. It's going to be a game just how the Patriots play where he, if he's in the system, like if everything goes right, he beats these cases and he's, you know, and he's playing. It's going to be a game where he don't get that many targets and and, and if they lose and he starts spazzing, that's when you're going to see. When everything's well, they beat a team 42 nothing. Nothing's going to show then. He got a touchdown. You know, you ain't going to really see anything that game. Right. Well, what we did see is the Rams beat the Saints like a motherfucker. Yeah. The rematch of, uh, what are we calling that? P.I. Gate? P.I. Gate. Great name. <laughs> P.I. Gate. Now they're reviewing all these pass interferences because of that game. The Saints came in and got smacked by my Rams. Uh, Drew Brees tore ligaments in his thumb. He's out for six weeks, they say. Yeah. Nobody truly knows. Uh, how long he's going to be out. But what did you think of the game? Did you watch that game? I watched. I fell asleep in part of it, but I did watch a good amount of it. And the Rams weren't overly impressive, honestly. I didn't think so either. You know, that's my team or whatever. They didn't look incredibly great. Uh, where they did look good is their D-line. Yeah, they got Aaron Donald. Yeah. He got hurt in that game, but he came yeah. back. But um, I was – their offense didn't look great. And that's what – the, Ram, the Rams, you know, their D-line can make noise because of Aaron Donald and other pieces, obviously. But they their offense usually clicks. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not at the beginning, they usually click. Do you they, think that has something to do with the Saints' defense? No. No. You just think it was the Rams? Which I think saw. the Rams, because even the week before, they played the Panthers. The Panthers are a pretty good defense, and they didn't they really. They barely. They didn't, like. Kill them. Light up the board. Like, they didn't look Yeah, great. that made me nervous, too, that game. And then when I saw this one, I still felt better about this game than I did the Panthers game, though. I mean, because it's the Saints, you know, it's a big, you know, and they won. But they just didn't look crisp. Like, it didn't look how. When they were clicking last year, how it mm-hmm. looked. And it is kind of, I don't want to say alarming, but you worry about it a little bit because towards the end of the year last year, mm-hmm. and, you know, they weren't, their offense had slowed down a bit. Yeah. Well, I think that the signs of the Saints um, being dominant are not going to be existent anymore, especially losing Drew Brees. A lot of people say he's on a decline. Um, you know he's my favorite quarterback. What do you think? Do you think that Drew Brees is declining in any kind of way? I mean, he you... might be, but he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's still a elite quarterback in the league. So His accuracy doesn't look as good as it used to look. Yeah, maybe not. But I, well, not when we were about to play him, like I would look, he was still making crazy throws. Last year? Yeah. The thing with Drew Brees is like, and now he's even he's older. He never had the strongest arm, right? But what he makes up for it is Accus. knowledge of his offense. He knows everything in and out. Mm-hmm. He knows defenses. He knows what people are going to play. This goes back to how we were talking about Baker Mayfield. He's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Like he knows what the fuck is going on. He's the shit is moving in slow motion for him. Right. So he can make throws and shit and make shit quick. Happen. He knows when to dump it down to the back really quick. He knows all that stuff. 
So that's why they still move the ball, whatever, like that. So do you think that, you know, this is this is honestly, um, even though Drew Brees is a great quarterback, this is still their coach's scheme. Do you think that Teddy is going to be able to keep the boot afloat while Drew Brees is out? I feel like a lot of people never really gave him a chance. I feel like he like could he, do – he's not a – like, it's not like – they could do way worse. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, so, granted, there's still six games minimum. So, are they going to be worse than having Drew Brees? Absolutely. You know what I mean? They're not going to be Fair. clicking. Not going to be clicking. But they're in a better situation than having some than the Jets are right now. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, he can make some plays. But the reason that offense goes, obviously, you know, Sean Payton's a good coach. He's a good offensive mind. But the reason it goes – is because of Drew Brees, and he's not there anymore. So you don't take any. You don't think uh, Teddy can hold uh, hold the water out the out the boat. Uh, I would have to see. He I want to tell you. I want to tell you who they're playing, um, who, what their schedule's looking like in these next six games, and then get your opinion on on what you think the outcome is going to be. So the Saints will play in the next six games. <clears throat> they have well it's not too bad technically they have uh Seahawks tough Dallas tough Tampa could be tough Jacksonville mm. Chicago tough Arizona yeah and then they have a bye, and they have a, and then Atlanta. They got bank on that. Jacksonville, Bucks, and Arizona. So three of those games are winnable. They got to. With the Bucks playing good defense right Splitting now. Splitting is not that bad, in my opinion. Going three and three. They could. I don't know. We're um, gonna revisit this though. We gotta I, who they play. To, who they play next week? Seahawks, I believe. Didn't I Seahawks, that? that's what you said, Seahawks. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to see what Teddy looks like in this first week. You know, we, he got a whole week of practice. He get to, you know, come and into this. And he looked good in the preseason. Remember the preseason this, games he, that we saw? He, yeah, he get to come in this week as a starter, and then you'll see. That's when you'll really be able to tell. I ain't going to judge him off of this getting thrown in the fire game. Okay, fair enough. So, you got to wait to this game right here. So, we, so the game we, we waited. My we, gut says they're fucked. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. But I, I I want him to do good because I you know he seems like he's a cool never dude. been really given a chance and and, he, and he's be a good story if he could come back you yeah know, he was a starter messed himself up now he could come back you know he do well in this and he set himself up to get paid again right Falcons Eagles yeah you always talk about how what a great game this always is it's always like a, a it's like a the type of game it just was like. That exactly all the games when they play in the playoffs, like it's always like that. Uh, the Falcons, ugh, they could not handle the blitz at all. Matt Ryan looked disheveled, he didn't look like a veteran, he looked like he was panicking, throwing balls off of his back foot, like just doing ill advised things that I'm really not used to seeing him doing. Yeah, um, the Eagles damn near lost 
their whole receiving core in the game. Right. Everybody was out and they hung in there like some nuts the entire time to only lose 20 to 24. What do you take from this game from both teams? Um, the Falcons have weapons. Matt Ryan. Weapons. Matt Ryan struggles against zero blitzes. <laughs> right. Um, I would expect more out of the running game from the Falcons, honestly. They're, they seem very one-dimensional. But they do have talent at the running back position, but it just wasn't working for wasn't clicking. Uh, the Eagles, the uh, Wentz got to make some better decisions. Yeah, he puts himself in harm's way a lot. Um, you couldn't get a good read on them because, like you said, their fucking their whole team got hurt in that game. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of it was it was rough to see. You couldn't really get a real judge on them. They're gonna. You know what their strategy is. They got they got Ertz that so they throw a lot of balls. Uh-huh. They got Deshaun as the deep threat, which is, they got a good formula. They right. got a tight end in the middle of the field. They got a big receiver and they got a deep threat receiver, mm-hmm. and they got a quarterback that could throw deep balls. Great formula. They also need to run the ball. They didn't do that well either. Neither team right. really ran the ball well. I don't know if that's a testament to saying both defenses play run run defense well, or are they just going to struggle with the run this year. So. Um... The issue is, for me, the Falcons, It like, so when you look at the NFC South and you see Cam banged up, foot, shoulder, Drew Brees out six weeks, Falcons looking disheveled, nothing like themselves, and then you see Tampa Bay mm-hmm. playing well. It played well, right? Yeah. Right? So I want to go into some quick hits. These are topics I just want us to hit real quick on some yes and no type of shit, and I want to get your opinion on it. The Bucks win the division. Is this a hell no or hell yes? Hell no. Hell no. Who wins the division? The Falcons. And the Falcons are still the team to beat because? They got the best quarterback. Uh, Drew Brees is hurt, so they had the best quarterback in the division. They had the best receivers in the division, and that's pretty, their offense is loaded. So is the Bucks' offense. Not Ooh. like the Falcons. Mm, I mean, outside no. of who, if you take Julio out of the equation, you take, still, take Mike Evans out of the equation, I feel still, like they still have really good weapons. So do the Falcons have better weapons. Okay. Respect. Um, hell no or hell yes that Ben Roethlisberger retires after this season. It's hard to do a hell to either one, but I say hell no. Hell no, he doesn't retire. So no. he's on a three-year contract. Obviously, this year is going to be one of them. You don't think that Big Ben is going to hang it up? Like this is just too much for him. Like his body, obviously. That's what I'm saying. It's hard not, for me to say a hell no or a hell yes because part of me is like he might. Because I just feel like you know if rehab doesn't go well, you know he's older, he's fat. Yeah, it ain't Slower. like he Yeah, man. he's not. It's going to be tough to get up. But I think he wants, still wants to play, and I don't know if he wants to go out like that. Mm-hmm. So I would feel like that's why it's like a hell nah. But, you know, I could, if he did say it, I wouldn't be like, what? Like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be so shocked about it. Antonio Brown misses games due to his off-the-field uh, accusations. Hell no or hell yes? Yes, hell yes. You think he's going to miss games, so you think that he's going to be put on the exempt list. They're going to try to make an example out of him, just uh, the shit he did. Whatever goes on, 
Something's going to come out of this. They're going to say this. Something. He might miss a game or two. Nothing major, I think. Unless it goes all the way south. Damn, there was one game we didn't talk about that we needed to talk about, but we're going to get to this hell no or hell yes, and then we'll talk about it. The Ravens win the division. Hell no or hell yes. Hell yes. Why? Because the Steelers are out. Um, the Bengals aren't that good. And the Browns, you see who the Browns are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Ravens will be – I feel like the Ravens will be them. Wow. So, um, I, and, and when, wait, wait, I think we got one more. Dolphins are 0-16 when the season's over. Hell no or Ooh, hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. They, oh, they doing it? Yeah, They're the only it, team we undefeated going to turn around and be 0-16? I feel like they're going, it's just so bad. You know, something could happen, you know, one week. Shit could go right for them. But the way they look these two games and seeing it, like, fucking up close and personal, mm-hmm. They look bad. I, I can't. I can't. I can't see them beating somebody. Yeah, I agree. I think this is a hell yes. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, who uh, had a verbal altercation with his coach, they were nose to nose. Obviously, the coach says something disrespectful because anytime you see three black men stand up at the same time ready to fight, something was said out of pocket. Yeah. And something's going on down in Jacksonville. He has officially asked for a trade. Hell yes or hell no, Jalen Ramsey finishes the season as a Jacksonville Jaguar. Hell yeah, he finishes. Why? I don't think they're going to trade him. That's just why. That's my, my... He's asking for a trade. They're they're saying, okay. But they're looking at what people are getting for other players, and I feel like they're going to want two first-round draft picks for him because it's not like one is going to be enough. There is not a draft pick in the in the league right now coming in that can can you can say is going to be equivalent to what Jalen Ramsey already has proven he is in the league. That's why I don't think they're going to trade him. So you don't think anybody's going to get thirsty and give up two draft picks for him? No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, hell no or hell yes. Um, Kyler Murray has a better season than Lamar Jackson. Well, not how, not by how, record, how we by him? skill, like who has the better numbers, who plays better. I mean, it's a, passing numbers, I feel like Kyler Murray, he's going to do better. First off, they're going to be in losing positions more. So he's going to throw the ball more. First, second of all, that offense is based around him slinging the ball all around. So in that alone, he's going to have better passing numbers. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of hard for me to say, because I feel like Lamar Miller is Lamar Miller. Lamar Jackson is going to have a better year as far as team. Like his team's going to do better. He'll get more wins and things like that. But. Numbers, I think Kyler Murray probably will have better numbers when at the end of the year. Okay, so question for you then again. Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson, if you're starting a franchise and you have to draft one of those two quarterbacks. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Oh, why? I feel like he's a – it's kind of early on Kyler Murray, but I watched a little bit I watched. He can throw. It seems like he has a – he can make re – is as good as Lamar Jackson looks right now. Like I'm, I hate to, you know, I just don't. 
you know, I feel like he can make throws, but I still don't feel like he's. You're a, not convinced. He hasn't shown you enough. Like he can, but why do you think Kyler Murray has shown you enough? He's only played two games. Lamar Jackson has an entire season under his belt and two. The first really year good they games. really literally ran the option. That's fine. All game. That's, and he really didn't make any. Reads. He made the playoffs. Yeah, first year the option, but that yeah, was his first run, year, and he clock. still made the playoffs. Yeah, respect. So, Re- do you think Kyler Murray makes the playoffs this year? No. So why would you want him? He's in a weaker division too. So why would you pick Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson? Because he seems like a better quarterback to me. He doesn't seem as limited. I feel like Lamar Jackson is limited. To what? Are you saying these two games that he's played where the defense or the teams were made him look better than he really was? I would just have to see more than – what I've seen so far. Like, what he did against the Dolphins, like, he hit some deep passes. I'm talking about when the shit gets real later in the season and he got to sit back and make reads and do shit like that. I feel like Kyler Murray is more inclined to do shit like that than Lamar Jackson. That's all I'm saying. Okay, great segue. So, week three matchups. Guess what? What's that? The Ravens are playing the Chiefs. Big test? Big loss for the Ravens. <laughs> Obviously. But big test also for Lamar Jackson, right? I mean, he's got a defense, a D-line that is, you know, known for getting to the quarterback. Um, he's going to have to uh, pr- protect the ball He's going to have to score. He's gonna have They're going to score try to run the shit out of the ball and hold. The best, the best bet for the Ravens is to run the ball and keep the ball away from the Chiefs and play good defense. The strategy they used last year to win. Mm-hmm. Run the shit out of the ball, control the clock, Dominate time and possession, and don't turn the ball over. And hopefully, at the end of the game, you got more points than them. Because if they don't do that, it's going to get bad really fast. So you have no hope, huh? None. Do you think the Ravens' defense will be able to at least uh, slow up the Chiefs? I mean, they I mean, only had get- twenty-eight points this week against Oakland, which you sound sounds like good, but it's really nothing for the Chiefs. Yeah, and they scored twenty eight four touchdowns. No, nah, they going. They got the the Ravens are a good defense. Like mm-hmm. they, uh, historically, like whatever, some teams that that's what they do. They play good defense. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs going to score. They're going to score. So, um, like I said, their best bet is to run the shit out of the ball, run that option shit, tell mm-hmm. him to hold the ball, stay in bounds as much as he can, and keep this clock running and don't turn it over. Because we don't want to give them many chances to score because they're going to score. Okay. And I'm not sure if we will. Cardinals play in the Panthers. So now that you're saying Ooh. that Kyler Murray is a better pocket passer, do we anticipate an ass whooping by the Arizona Cardinals? Because they. An ass whooping? No. I mean, the Panthers are not going to have Cam Newton. I don't mean they're going to be worse because it's not like Cam, Cam Newton was uh, doing Cam Newton shit the last two games. No, but what? But he, I mean, not the last two games. I'm saying outside of him, they have a pretty good roster. That's what I'm saying. So talent, but they don't have Cam Newton. I feel like the offense is kind of uh, rolls around him being able to scramble and and get yards. And now if they're going with what's his name, Mc, uh, what's the backup's I name? I forget. Whatever. I know you're talking about. That. If he if he's going to be playing, then you're going to be forced to pretty much be a solid quarterback. You're not going to have that running game. That's what us. they were trying to do with Cam Newton, and he's not that. The okay. thing is, but you have a quarterback who doesn't do that. That's not his thing. 
at all. Yeah, they were trying to make Cam Newton stand in the pocket. I feel like this quarterback that they have that's a backup is probably more inclined to do what they're trying to do. And it it might be better until Cam is healthy and can be Cam Newton. But Cam Newton trying to be Tom Brady, that shit ain't going to work, clearly. Okay. Like, he could put up some numbers, but at the end of the day, it's not it's not what the, he does. Well, those are the two games I want you to be watching. I'll check them out. To see. Because now, now I want to see. What's going on. Um, another game that we must watch, Giants versus Bucks. Now, Eli has been benched officially. Yeah. The rain is over. Um, the Bucks um, are one and one. And even though um, this quarterback is new, Daniel Jones, uh, he got a lot of upside. A lot of people are saying positive things about him. The Giants team overall is not garbage. They're not. Their defense is depleted, but on offense, they still have good weapons. They have Saquon. They have Shepard. What? That's enough. I think this is a good test for the Bucks, considering that the division is depleted. And mm-hmm. it's the, the division is to be had, in my opinion, right now. I don't trust the Falcons. Damn. I don't trust the Saints. I don't trust the Panthers. It is. I feel you. Because it was supposed to be those three teams were supposed yeah. to be, like, really good. But it's not looking that way right now. But I, I feel like you jump in judgment on the Falcons really quick. I'm just doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? I just watch games, and I just call it like I see it. And they don't look – like what I feel like they were – I was thinking they are going to be Super Bowl contenders this year. Yeah, I feel And you. I don't see it. Yeah, I feel you. And as good as their defense played and as good as, you know, like it's usually the defense is in the way. Yeah. And this year it doesn't look like they were in the way. It looked like the offense was in the way. Yeah, I mean, it was the first couple games, you know, we'll see how it works out as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Giants being a test for the Bucks. The Giants I think are it's a test. coming in being supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league. That's because Eli was the quarterback. So they're going to put a rookie in, and now they're not one of the worst teams. Correct. In the I, I think that a lot of things change. You know, when you got a, a new nigga under the under the center, we're going to see. You know, they might be excited. They might have hope. Like, yes, Eli's the fuck out of here. Now let's try to win some football games. You know, but Maybe. this is a good test. I feel like the Bucks should win this game. Where are they playing? Uh, you don't give me the line, Brent. I don't know. Don't worry about it. I don't know. I think that it's going to be on the road because the Bucks have had two home games yeah, in yeah, a row. Yeah, it's probably in New York. So it should be uh, on the road. Um, another game to watch next week. I have uh, Browns and Rams. It's a good test. For both teams, uh, the way the Browns D-line, that number 95, was getting to the quarterback. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be a great test for the Rams' offensive line to protect that is true. golf. I feel like this is a test for the for the Browns because their uh, offensive line does not look great to me either, and they're going to be up against a good defensive line in the Rams. The Rams also normally put up a lot of points. Baker's going to have to keep up. Um, and I feel like this is a big game to watch, going to be a test for the Browns for the most part because I feel like we know who the Rams are. Yeah, they're probably going to lose some stupid games, but they're they're a solid team. They're yeah. a contender. Right. And if the Browns want to be taken serious in their division, then this is a game that they really need to get up for and they need to play well in. Right. 
So I think that's another good test um, that we'll that we'll be taking a look at this week. Um, yeah, so that's it, man. Those are the games I have to watch. Um, I was talking to a bunch of my friends. You know, I have a lot of friends who are football fans. Mm-hmm. And they talk a lot of shit, and they like to argue with me on my phone or in my DMs. You all right? No, something in my eye. You got it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> just making sure you're, you're falling asleep over there. No, something in my eye. Oh. So I have these uh, shows that I'm going to call Football and Friends mm-hmm. coming up this football season where uh, I'm going to have my friends come on and on my podcast and, you know, talk their shit about their teams. <laughs> that, should, that should be good. Yeah, I'm going to tr- do my best to have, like, uh, big rivalry games, that big games really where I have fans too. of both teams talking shit. We're also going to allow them to talk about, you know, just everything else that's going on in football or in sports in general. And then we'll highlight their game and let them talk shit. I just want my listeners to see, like, my friends, yeah. like, how dead ass they take football yeah. How they be in my DMs talking shit to me in my comments, like everything, and and give my my friends the opportunity to work with me and see what I do. Yeah, that's that's, that's gonna know? be cool. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, so I'm gonna have some football and friends on. There's gonna be some people are famous, some people are complete nobodies. I think those are gonna be the best ones. Yeah. Sorry to all my friends who are Dallas Cowboys fans. Too many of you motherfuckers. So I already, many Cowboys fans, yeah, right? That's crazy. I already picked two of them already. I can only pick two. We're going to do the Cowboys-Eagles game. That's gonna it's going to be AO. <laughs> oh, my God. Versus J-Ski That's gonna and Thurm. That's going to be shit. Yeah. So I've got a lot of games already scheduled, a bunch of people already ready to go. So I got some NBA players who are big-time football fans who are saying they want to come on. And talk some shit. A bunch of my just regular old friends who are big time fans are going to come on and talk some shit. So I have a lot planned for this football season since we're not uh, locking out, since we're not protesting. (laughs) You know, we might as well enjoy the season and support some guys that, you know, are using this to pay their fucking bills, you know. Um, but, uh, we're going to get out of here, Brent. All right. Going to get out of here. Uh, before I go, I want to send a shout out to ISO Joe, uh, Joe Jackson, Joe Jackson, (laughs) Joe, rest in peace. Uh, Joe Johnson signed a one-year contract with the Detroit Pistons. Carmelo Anthony is still out in these streets. FYI. Why do you think that he picked the Detroit Pistons? Do you think they picked him? It had to be because he picked him. I mean, I don't. Because the Pistons, they might be okay, but they're not about to make a run for a championship. And I was just thinking Joe should be chasing a ring right now. Yeah. Like, that should be the goal. Yeah, it seemed like he'll be going for a ring, but he probably just, you know, he wanted to get back in the league, get some buckets, maybe miss it. But the Pistons are not going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. Well, you know what? Either way, I'm proud of him. Um, He played incredible in the big three. He looked like he didn't belong there. Um, That's why I picked the triplets from the beginning of the season. Yeah. And so congratulations to him. Um, Good luck, Melo. Um, (laughs) I got nothing. I'm sorry. (laughs) If LeBron don't want you, my nigga, that's telling the rest of the league you not nothing if your homeboy won't pick you up. Your don't want to just bring you in. There's got to be a reason. You know, there's got to be a reason. That's your boy. You know, if you think LeBron and Melo haven't talked about this, you're crazy. LeBron has absolutely told him why they didn't pick him up. Because you can't be like, dog, they just won't pick you up. 
you're LeBron. Yes, they will. Yeah. So, yeah. Melo, we love you. <laughs> you that nigga to us. But the rest of the league don't fuck with they you. Don't fuck with you. So man. he won't get a little send off. You rich, bro. So you rich as fuck. It. You married to Lala. Y'all both rich. Y'all both rich. Uh, hey, blessings to you. But <laughs> we gonna get out of here. Uh, don't forget live show October 26th here in Miami. Come support your girl. I will holler at y'all next week, and we out. Peace. Fucking the shit out you for seven days straight and now I can't live without you And if we ever broke up I won't have a kid without you, you forever in my heart I won't forget about you, I be crushing you on Monday like it's Wednesday You pressed about that nigga with your friends say, uh, G63 is with your Ben say I'm so happy you ain't listen to your friends, babe You can tell me how you want it, how you need it, I don't mind Need you right here by my side, cause out of sight is out of mind And out of spite, you hit the crime, but I was hyped I hit your line a few more times, when you hit back, I'm gonna respond Tell me how you want it, yeah